giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, grip stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Welcome to episode 212 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I am Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Solar Flare from Warcraft Hunters Union and Cloak and Quiver. I'm Delirium from thrillofthewild.com, the Warcraft Hunters Union, and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. And I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. I'm Artemis Hell from Warcraft Hunters Union and at Artemis Hell on Twitter. Today is Sunday, March 1st, yay, spring, maybe, uh, 2015, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv, and you can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sonder, is there to take your questions, and we've got an amazing show for you today. Michelle Morrow is back joining us on our newly revised Hunting Party podcast, and we are so excited to, to have you here. Welcome back, Michelle. Thank you. It's episode 212. What? Yep. Oh, my God. I remember when we celebrated the 100th episode and we all got hammered. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's like, that's crazy. You guys have doubled it. Well done. I'm so excited. I'm actually really excited to come back here. This is, this is, this awesome that you guys are still doing this, that you revived it, that you've made it awesome. Like, I love the Hunting Party podcast forever. So this is great. Well, we're, we're awesome. We're excited to come back. I feel, I always feel like a twinge guilty because especially you were instrumental in, in helping us set up the 200th episode, which was, you know, for all intents and purposes, we claimed it to be our, our final episode. And it was, was it the really 200th? A, it was well, 100 and 200, right? We yeah, did one, both. Yeah, we did both. 100 is, yes, that's where we, we played the drinking game and everyone just, just got smashed. We actually. That's uh, when I like out drank Frost Time. That's why I yes. totally, I drank Frost Time under the table. <laughs> That's a lie. I totally passed out, like, after I just passed. I was, like, mid-sentence in the podcast. Look, here's the deal. We used to have, like, a drinking game. Do you guys have the drinking game still? We we revised the rules for the <laughs> yeah, we haven't updated it yet for, 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 for this incarnation of, of, the, of the show. Well, so. Frost Heim thought he could drink more than me because I drank more than his ass at the WoW Insider party, like, way long ago when it was still WoW Insider. And... Then all of a sudden he challenged me to this drinking game, and I don't know. I drank way too much, but it was early in the morning for me, and I hadn't eaten. I was at a disadvantage. Well, it was still that was was morning. still a good time. It was. <laughs> we had a good time, but I but we were like mid podcast, and I passed out in the middle of the I, podcast. I, 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 I do remember <laughs> that. Yeah, I did. It was great, and <laughs> I never it, like. I don't drink like ever, so it, I was like, "Holy cow!" I, yeah, I just passed, passed out, know, but it was you, a great time. I don't know if you're doing shots or Bloody Marys that day. Bloody I, Marys, I yeah. Bloody Marys, yeah. I'll never have them again. I know very well what drink that is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, enough of the old times. I had a great time. I'm so excited to be here now. Yeah, well, well, I guess we're glad to have you back. And 200 was great too. We had Matt Mercer on that show, and 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 oh, Chris right. Chu from, from from Blizzard, and and. And if we can sort of maybe go into announcements a little bit, this will be actually the second show where I believe we have someone from from Blizzard Entertainment on, on our on our podcast. Oh really? wow, that was a good segue. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> what, Should you want to tell him? What's happened? Uh, 
I yeah, think so that's for you to tell. So yeah, yeah. Why don't you break the, the exciting news? We're all jealous. For, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's you like, guys probably have already seen it. Um, but yeah, so just last week I found out that uh, I am officially employed by Blizzard Entertainment, uh, effective March 30th. <laughs> Very excited. I still can't believe that it's happening. Um, I'll be in the quality assurance department. Uh, on the UX, which is user experience and functional teams, testing the uh, raid encounters, making sure they're tuned correctly for all difficulties, finding bugs, making sure everything works properly. Um, absolutely dream come true. So uh, I can't sure wait. Making sure that hunters are going to always be the best, the best class out there. Yes, yeah. we are going to make sure that we are OP, um, mm-hmm. but we're going to do it in stealth in camo where no one can see us because we can't let them know that's happening. That's pretty much going to be all your feedback. Uh, I don't think hunters are doing enough damage on this fight. We need to bump them up a bit, you know. <laughs> so you say you start March 30th, so March 31st, we're going to get like hot fixes saying hunters have been buffed 50%. Yeah, auto hunters shop have been buffed ridiculously again. <laughs> Congrats, For no that's reason. huge. Yes, thank you very much. Yes, I'm, I'm super excited. Super excited. So next, We're all so proud of you. I did it. I, that's it's. It was it was an ambition from many years ago, and and World of Warcraft took me all this way, and I, it's been such an epic adventure thus far, and I, it's got so much in store. So I just can't wait to see what the next couple of years hold, and even after that. So now, yes, now have they gone. said, told you anything about your involvement on on the show and stuff like this? We all assume that 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 that's it. That you're they won't let you do this for fear that you might say something yeah so you know, secret. I, had, I don't even know if i can say this so i had to submit a thing telling them kind of what i do with the community like all the podcasts blogs etc that i've done and you had to be as detailed as possible and they're gonna get back to me was what i heard if i can continue to do the show or not i don't know I don't know. So, like, when Lore joined the uh, community manager's team, he had to stop everything. But I don't know if, like, the the roles of a CM and a QA are, you know, I mean, obviously different, but I don't know what the limits, how far those stretch. But, yeah, to we'll be see. Honest, they're, they're pretty tight on that stuff. So Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I fear the worst, like, fingers crossed, but I don't know. We'll just enjoy uh, the Hunting Party podcast while we can, or while I can, at least. But, uh, well, absolutely. you know what? We'll come back for the episode that you leave, and we'll all drink. <laughs> Good. Yes. That's a great right. idea. In memoriam, yes. Yeah. We'll get Frost Time on, too. We'll see if we can come. We'll get Big Red Kitty. We'll have everybody. We should. Be- yes. Yes. That'd be fun. Yeah, so we'll have a big send-off for you. We'll have all, like, you know... <laughs> Wow, hunters come in and just be drink yes, that'd shots be epic. online. Well, you know what we wanted to do? Actually, I, I petitioned from this more than I think uh, everyone else did. But I, I wanted another uh, hunter, uh, Warcraft Hunters Union barbecue, where we just all met up and had this huge cookout barbecue drinkathon in some uh, ideal do, location. Maybe what we should do is make it like at BlizzCon, but like do it the night before, or do it. You know, before the, I assume the Blizzard Watch party, um, you know, this year, like do something like that. I mean, it's nice to do it, you know, in the middle where, you know, I think Frost had it at his house last time, but I don't know. It'd be kind of nice if, if we promoted a bunch of people to come to Blizzard 
because I know everybody is kind of spread out and still, though you'll be working mm-hmm. there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's the one thing is finding a location that works good for everybody. But yeah, I mean, who doesn't love like hamburgers and bratwurst and hot dogs and oh yeah, beer, beer, I mean, yeah, and beer, <laughs> beer, Artemis. <laughs> I think that's when I first met Artemis. I walked into the Hilton bar right when I got there, like right when I got there to BlizzCon. I walked in and she's just there and she's a lanyard. This is Hunting Party Podcast. I'm like, what? <laughs> she's got a beer in the other hand. She's like, hi. I'm like, what? I you're awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> So that's a really good person. impersonation of Artemis. That, that was a pretty good high. Yeah. That's how I am, IRL, you know? a couple drinks in the system yeah yeah that's right and we haven't talked to you michelle since uh two episodes and so yeah you were you were of course hosting blizzcon we were so excited to, to hear about that how was that what was that like that must have been a been, a, been an amazing that. experience that was a dream come true that was crazy i mean you guys have, i mean we've been friends for a, a you know a long time at hunting party podcast and i started coming on here a long time ago before yep. any of that kind of stuff happened so um, it was a dream come true, like for real. I, I was sitting up there going, "I'm a fan girl for this. This is I. I love these games, all of these games, especially Warcraft. You know, um, and when I I got the audition notice, and I couldn't say anything, of course, because you know there's NDAs and whatnot. So I get the I get the audition stuff and. They, they invite me to campus to audition. Actually, to DirecTV first. Went to DirecTV audition, and then they have me do a callback, and I had a live read with Jeff Keeley. So we did the entire first 30 minutes of the show live in front of about, I don't know, 30 employees or so from Blizzard and DirecTV. So no pressure. Um, <laughs> but I knew there was a few other people reading for the role as well, and um, – yeah, I I was I don't know if it's just I was so dorked out and excited and I, I have no idea, but somehow I, I got it and I I was in the middle of raid leading with my guild and I looked down and I was on vent, so I was in the middle of explaining the fight, whatever we were on, I can't remember it's a fever dream at this point, but I, I was on vent and I was like, Okay, so on this pull and I looked down on my phone, it's, it says it's from the from Blizzard and DirecTV and they're like, Congratulations, we've and that's all I can see is just the email pops <laughs> up with like the short note and I scream on vent. I was like, oh my God. And I, I, and then I left because I started running around <laughs> doing victory laps, of course. Right. So, um, my guild was worried about me. Everybody was like, oh my God, is she okay? Like they were concerned, but I couldn't tell them. I was just saying, don't worry. It's cool. Don't worry. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> so they were all like, what? For a long time. Um, and then when I could finally do it, just being there, and I don't know, being part of the process and getting to interview some of my favorite people. And and I've gotten to know so many of the Blizzard devs over the years. It was it was a, it was a dream come true. I did not know, however, that my face was going to be on all of the TV screens in the entire place. <laughs> so I look up from the desk and I am a dinosaur in front of me. I was like, I'm going to eat everyone in this room. <laughs> But I mean, I've done a lot of big shows, but that was definitely the the biggest show I've done, and probably the most important to me emotionally and everything. It was just it was just full of happiness. Well, we were excited to to, to see you there, and and it, and it was a lot of lot of fun to watch. So you know, hey, fingers crossed. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll see you again there there next year as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
maybe. Uh, but who knows? Uh, who knows? <laughs> yes, keep your eyes peeled <laughs> or ears open. I don't know. We're on Twitch and listening, so both. awesome. <laughs> and then more recently, just yesterday, you both you and you and Artemis were doing the uh, Raid Against Rare Diseases event. I want to talk about that too and find out how what that was all about and when, and and how that ended up. Uh, going for you guys because that was very cool i tuned in for for some of that i think we all did for for a little bit and it was very very interesting to watch i should say <laughs> i've said fun and other people have said well, that's one way to describe it <laughs> what happened <laughs> i'm so curious on what it i'm actually really curious to, to hear about what it looked like on the other side because i had it happened during the extra life marathon I, I participated in it with nerdist and i do like a weekly wow stream with nerdist so we're doing this extra life stream and I was going around the room and I was asking people, do you know what Extra Life is? Do you, I mean, you know that we're raising money for children, but do you know what the charity is? Do you know anything? And nobody knew anything really about it. Um, and not that, like, we had a bunch of people from a lot of different outlets in the room and nobody really knew the backstory. And I looked into it. It was a little girl um, who had, she passed away, but she really loved video games and they sent her tons and she had so many extras. She started giving them to her friends that were also in the oncology ward because she didn't have anything to do when you're in the oncology ward and you're sick, when you're undergoing treatment for rare diseases, for like cancer, they, they, you have to be isolated. You can't be around other people because you can get you know sick. It's just, it's too scary when you're going through those things. So um, this little girl went through this and then she gave her video games to her friends and um, this charity was started by their family friend in honor of her. And I, I just, that stuck with me through the year and I was hosting a, an event with NVIDIA for Game 24. They did this, I don't know, this 24 like global marathon thing. So I did their community portion here in Los Angeles. While I was there, I met a man named Jim Carroll, who is the president or the founder of Game Changer Charity. Game Changer, um, as I got to know him, I was interviewing him. His son went through three rare diseases. His name is Taylor Carroll. When he was 11 years old, he's now 19. He beat all three of them. He goes to Harvard. He's a singer. Um, and he's completely cancer-free. It's, it's amazing. So he... He's a huge success story, um, and they invited me to see him sing at this event. And I watched him and his, uh, you know, his his mother and father, and watching them watch him sing, knowing that they spent so many years thinking that this moment would never happen. He was told he was terminal. So this family comes from this place of so much love and care, and the fact that they got through it, they beat it, and, the, and that they would dedicate their lives to helping other families that went through that because it was so hard for them. And um, I was just like, these are amazing people. And then during that time, um, a girlfriend of mine, it's, it's kind of like this, it's, I've been planning this event for about four months, so this is why it's it's kind of a story. But um, right after BlizzCon, you know, I'd posted pictures on my personal Facebook page about BlizzCon. I wanted just pictures of me being a dinosaur on a stage. And um, <laughs> so ridiculous. My friend uh, that I grew up with, that I've known since I was a, a little girl, she's an oncology ward nurse for this, this little boy named Ryan. She said my... I don't know what this BlizzCon thing is, but my favorite patient, he had a wishing star to go to BlizzCon this year, but he relapsed and he was unable to go. And it seems that you're involved, you know, and so I talked to her and found out more about it and talked to his family and talked to him. 
And he just, that was his wish, go to BlizzCon. And it just hit me. I was like, God, and he's from my hometown. He's in Spokane, Washington. He's actually being hospitalized at the hospital I was born at. And um, and just, he's such a good kid. And he's got such a good outlook on everything. We started playing WoW together. And he's so good. And I find out he, I mean, he knows everything about this game. Like, people are like, oh, where do I get that one mount link immediately? Like, he's so on it. Um, and... I start talking to him and it turns out he loves Twitch, he loves YouTube, and he looks up to people on Twitch and YouTube in the WoW community. They're like Saturday morning cartoons for him. Like that's for him. Every that's what he does. He's in, you know, he has to stay home right now because he just he shared with us on the stream yesterday he had a bone marrow transplant. So he can't go outside. And he what we ended up doing, um, I I talked to a couple people I talked to Game Changer, because they're such a great charity. Talked to a couple people and um, started getting a, just assembling a group of streamers that he just idolizes, that he looks up to. Just so it was like Jesse Cox and Wow Crendor and Swifty and Hotted and Game Grumps, Ross O'Donovan. Um, and I started to really fill this right out. And then I started to pick people from the community that I knew would bring a really positive vibe in there. So that's why I, I talked to Artemis and I was, cause I met her at the, you know, I, I picked you because I was like, you know, you just, you're a girl on the hunting party podcast now representing and being awesome and had no problem coming up and saying hi and just being cool. It was like, that's the kind of attitudes I need. So I just started assembling more and more people from each different community that I liked and he had the best time. And, you know, we wanted to do it. We worked directly with Twitch, um, but I wanted to keep it small scale. So I didn't really let people, I, I, I wasn't publicizing it huge. You know, we just kind of started talking about it the week before. Um, we wanted to keep it small. We wanted to keep our goals small because the most important thing about this was that Ryan had a really good time. It happened to fall on Rare Disease Awareness Day. Uh, the 28th was yesterday. So, um, we thought it was a perfect fit. We talked to the National Office of Rare Diseases who gave us their blessing to do this as well. Um, and yeah, so it, the whole thing has been planned for about four months, really heavily in the last two months. And uh, we wa I wanted it to look on Twitch kind of like a Brady Bunch style that you can sort of see a raid from every different perspective. And this is just version one of doing it. Um, so there was a lot of technical things we were trying to work through and, and I think underestimating a lot of uh, people who were like, yeah, totally, I have a horde tune, blah, 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 and I'm trusting everybody, but they're probably a fairly neglected tune, you know, maybe they're playing more on Alliance or whatnot. So, you know, we weren't, we weren't, we weren't quite ready for heroic, but <laughs> we got there and, and uh, Ryan had a really great time, got a lot of loot, and we raised, um, as of today, over $10,000 just in donations. And wow. The auctions are still happening. And that, mind you, was only in like a four-hour period. So the fact that that – and the auctions are still going for another seven day or another five days from now, I guess. So if you check the auction site, um, you'll see there's like a 2008 BlizzCon loot card and like a Jim Rayner statue and a bunch of Blizzard collectibles because Activision Blizzard donated a bunch of stuff to Game Changer last year. So anyway, that's the event. <laughs> It was super awesome, like, to participate in. I was super honored to be invited to that. Oh, I can't thank you enough. I'm so glad you had fun, and thanks for bringing in Affinity. It was, it was, 
It was fantastic. I mean, I'm curious from you guys' side how, how it looked because, you know, we're going to be doing another one of these. And, um, and the, the best thing is Ryan made friends with everyone. Now he has, being that he has to be inside, you know, a lot right now, now he's got tons of new friends to play with, you know, and it, I love that. That makes me, I felt so fulfilled last night. I was exhausted, but it was way worth it. I have to admit, my favorite moment was when um, Swifty was asking if he wanted to get Conquest tapped, and he told him to his face, I don't want a PvP. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all pretty much died laughing at that point. That was so funny. I <laughs> he just goes, ah, I hate PvP. <laughs> so, like, it's the Swifty. It's the Swifty and Bajira. <laughs> and Hotted, he was just like, he's like, yo, all the, he's like, all the streamers, we gotta get everybody going, you know, let's let's like get them moved up. Like, what's your conquest? Set? What's your conquest points at, man? Like, look at your conquest points. Like, let's get you. I mean, we can get you capped like this week. We can do that. All the streamers, let's get together and do this. And he just goes, I hate PvP. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! Oh God! Uh, yeah, it was, and, and I think the other part too is when Taylor Carroll, the co-founder of the charity with his father Jim Carroll, he's never played Warcraft, but he was playing with a friend of his over in Harvard on the main Game Changer site. Um, and Taylor popped on, and he started talking about his about his disease, about what he had, and so funny because Ryan was like, "So what? What kind of cancer did you have?" And he started talking about how he had leukemia. And, and Taylor's telling him, and then Ryan goes, oh, I have that too. He's like, that's the kind I have. He, he goes, oh, wow, look, we're bonding. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he's a really funny kid, like really great kid. So it, it was awesome. It was awesome. It, I mean, all in all, it was awesome. But we're always, you know, we're definitely looking to improve it. But from you guys, how did it look? Oh, thank you so much for uh, linking the the chair. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Really appreciate it. Well, I got uh, I got to see probably the first half, I think. And the first oh, thing yeah. I'm going to do when I get into office is nerf heroic Cargath. Thank you. <laughs> you know, no, when, I I understand that. It, it looked like a lot of people around. were on alts. I mean, when, yeah. but honestly, I don't think I've seen that many big personalities before since BlizzCon. You gathered like the best of the best of the best and you guys all got to raid and it yeah. just looked epic. I mean, there there had to have been what, 15, like 16, 17 big personalities in that raid, even more than that. I couldn't believe that you gathered the troops for for something that big, which is totally awesome to see. It was it was crazy. I I I'll thank you for saying that because that was uh, that was that was part of the challenge. Um, I was going to say that first, must have been quite the battle. <laughs> well, you know, at first it was just, honestly, I, I had a long conversation with Jesse Cox just about the way a lot of these gaming charities are run because, you know, I, I told him, you know, we, we just were having a long conversation about gaming charities in general. And one of the things I said was that I, you know, after that Extra Life event, it, everything kind of clicked with me after I met Ryan. Um, but after the Extra Life event, you know, I really left there thinking like, why are we, we're, we're raising this money and yes, it's for a good cause, but 
we don't really have an emotional connection to what this all is. Um, and we have so much power to be able to do so in the gaming community because, I mean, it reaches everybody. It kind of, when I do a gaming marathon, they're kind of awesome because it sort of like nerfs all the attitudes. Like everybody's all like on one mm -hmm. level. Like it sees no, no gender, no age, no disease. Everybody is the exact equal in this kind of a thing. So we're just all there to have fun and play and cooperate. Um, it's my favorite way that people game. But the thing I noticed is that we sort of, we leave the kids out. These are the kids that, that play the most, that, that they watch us, and they're watching us raise money for them, but they're not participating. So why don't we do more things where, where, where they can participate? Not, and we have to be careful. We, we can't exploit. We, can't, we have to make sure we don't exploit anybody. I was, I've really tried to keep him very protected in this entire thing. That was another challenge to all of this. But I want to be able to involve more kids. Um, we're doing another event, actually, on uh, the 25th of April um, with Twitch um, for Minecraft. And we've got several kids playing in the event. Um, and there will be more information coming out about that. But we... We just kind of want to involve involve the kids instead of separate them so much. So I talked to Jesse about that, and he really that really resonated with him. And um, and then I started, you know, then I got Jesse, then I got Crendor, and then I talked to Bajira and Jen, and I brought them in kind of more as a technical advisors as well because I I don't know Twitch. I mean, I'm a host. I have most people edit for me, shoot for me. I don't have to do all of that stuff. So I, I knew that that was an area that I wasn't going to know. So it's sort of kind of like running a guild, right? I mean, I was, I appointed officers that I had, you know, they were helping me majorly with all of like making sure the donation buttons were all there, making sure everyone was on the same page. There were a lot of getting emails, making sure people got their emails. Like everyone though, when I talked to them was a hundred percent on board, there wasn't anybody that, that wavered. What, not one person, everyone was like, the moment I told them, yes, I'm in 100%, just tell me when and I'll be there. But it was more about like, it was a little hurting cats, though. I, I did oh, have to. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I, I couldn't even imagine the scope of something like that. I mean, on that large of a scale with people that have such busy agendas, too. Like, yeah. that's crazy. But yeah. I really like the perspective you put on that, though, because you see a lot of fundraisers where, yeah, they are raising funds for a great cause, and I mean, there's no harm in that whatsoever, but you don't actually see them interacting with the people that they're doing it for. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you the last time I've seen something like that. So that is amazing. That's actually really, really cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, um, heroic, once we got out of the heroic car guy, after we got out of heroic and we just did normal, we were pretty much fine <laughs> until we got to, um, uh, what's his name? Big ugly ogre, Got monster, monster dude, um, Korag. Oh, the magic guy. This is horrifying. Yes. That was terrible. Yeah. That was a terrible. But uh, to be fair, we were on. We went. We went two hours over. Everybody, I think, was running just like tired. We'd lost a few people, and a few people rejoined. So it was kind of you know that mid raid thing going. Ah, let's get everyone together. Make sure Ryan's having fun, and ah, you know there was so much stuff. Um, but it got it, we we wiped a lot on him, and then we just did LFR imp just to finish it, just to get it done, you know. Um, but we but but we we ended up getting seven seven, so that was good for him. I mean, it's his new tune. He has a rating alt. Here, he has a rating main alliance mage. So, well, if you had more hunters, maybe you. you I think that you, was the problem because I only know. saw one. I no, there were think. two. Oh, two, <laughs> not enough. I don't think. But yeah. Yeah, I'm used to C 
seeing like five hunters in my raids, so it was a little weird. We definitely need to get more hunters. I thought Artemis was going to have a hunter, but I guess it's an alt. No, my hunter is on the alliance right now, so she's like, she's cool and all, 690, chilling on Sargeras, but... Dude, your alliance... <sighs> I'm sorry. I, That's right, I, I like... forgot you switched to the, to, to the light side, to the good side, when you, know, you changed I... guilds. <clears throat> I would have, like, faction changed my shaman, who's, like, 680, but I uh, really well, I have think I'm the ability to. Joining that, but I think I'm going back Alliance, too, because I can't progression raid anymore for two reasons. One, the hours just don't fit. I can't, I can't log the hours. And two, I don't actually think I'm allowed to, uh, especially if you're, like, in a top 50 guild, because I would already know all the strats. Right, like testing and yeah. everything like that. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So See, I think I'm I go always back to wondered Alliance. about that, you know, because you hear about folks from Blizzard who actually, you know, play the game. They do play the game, but you want always wondered about that. Do they? Do they? What do they do? They just kind of sit there and keep quiet. I mean, do they raid with yes. only people yeah. they know? I mean, I don't know how that works. I've heard there are Blizzard raid teams. Mm -hmm. I've heard that 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 is a thing. Um. But, yeah, so I think I'm going to go back over to convert to raid and start, like, a very casual one-day heroic raid team. Ten-man. The, the art of the ten-man raid team has been lost. I agree. Warlords. Here, here. So, I know, exactly. It, it was such an interesting dynamic, too, because it was ten tight-knit group of people. And there's nothing wrong with 25s. I've rated tens, 20s, mythic, 25. I mean, all over the board. But I do think the 10-man roster has a very unique dynamic to it. And I want to see if I can kind of uh, experiment with that once again. You know, so. I, you know, I kind of wonder why that is. You know, I was thinking about this actually the other day. And maybe you guys have some insight on, on it as well. But I, I don't know. Like, I love the fact that there's you can go and uh, go looking, looking for a, a pre-made and you can join in and... and kind of hop in with different guilds and and i think that's great if you want to have faster progression right like i have a very large guild and you know we've got lots of different kinds of personalities in there all everybody all levels but the one thing i've noticed since this expansion has come out is that people go and they'll be able to get gear like say with another like get say they get all excited because foundry came out right and i'm like we are like we're like a mid-level guild you know we don't we're not too casual, but we're not too hardcore either. We just don't have time. We only raid twice a week, but we're good when we do it. Um, so we've got people who will go into other raids, and they will get loot. And then when our raid night comes around, if they've got the loot already from the other shit, they're like, oh, peace. Like, they, they, they don't, like, they'll just be like, oh, I'm, so, oh, I'm not feeling well tonight. I'm like, oh, all six of you that <laughs> happened to run and get loot, and I know you did, like, because I see it. Like, <laughs> so I, I don't know. There's something about it that's also hurting guilds a little bit. Um, and I have a very strong, longstanding guild, and I'm seeing this. It's hurting a little bit of that. And I'm wondering if there's something special that can be implemented back. Because it used to be you had to lock out. You could just keep running and then. That's you right. Know, rolling with your tempered fates, because that's what's happening now. People are just saving their rolls and going. They're like, "Oh wait, so what? Oh, you're doing. Oh, you're doing Bracklemore. I call him Bracklemore. You're doing Bracklemore. Oh, heroic, heroic Black Bracklemore. I'm gonna go to heroic Black Bracklemore. Cool. So then they'll like, they'll be there because they want they want something off that boss with mm -hmm. their extra roll. 
Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think the intention was to give, you know, guilds flexibility, but the idea that you'd be raiding within your guild and if you had, you know, 13 people, some odd number online, you could bring everybody that was there and everybody would get to raid or if someone something came up and they had to leave early as long as it wasn't, you know, your only tank or something, people could kind of come and go and then they could raid at different, you know, they could repeat the content as well. So it just gave guilds that flexibility to do the content and not feel like they had to cancel a night because of, of, of low yeah. attendance. But, but with the, as you say, being able to just raid anytime, anywhere, I, I, I haven't seen those issues with my own guild, but that I don't know what they can do to, to fix that off the top of my head. I yeah, mean, Vendek, like, have you experienced that at all? Guild. It's sort of like getting rid of like the, the middle class of wow is getting killed by this. <laughs> well, well it, it is true. I mean, uh, there were always, always, always more 10-mans than there were 25-mans. Yeah. And I think that just speaks to the, the nature of a 25-man. I mean, it's it's harder yeah. to keep attendance, a solid roster. I mean, uh, for for the longest time, the content was harder, 9 times out of 10. There are only a few times that 10-mans had a harder encounter than the 25-man iteration. But yeah. Uh, I appreciate the flex. I mean, I love the yeah. flex, you know, that I can do up to 30 because a lot of times we're at 30 for every raid. Um, and then sometimes every now and then we'll be at like 17. So I like I, I've been fighting on this podcast. I think you can find my very first one I ever came on. And I was like, there needs to be flex rating like for whatever the boss <laughs> is. I said it on here a long time ago. I was like, just the boss should scale. I should bring as many people as I want. And the boss should scale to whatever we're doing. And I love that. But I don't know. I, there's needs to be a little guild perk in there that kind of seals shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. But go ahead, Delirium. We're kind of having the opposite problem of uh, I having a closed number makes it so easy. Like that, you have this excuse, like, "Oh, sorry, we can't bring your third alt or something." You know, "Oh, we can only take ten people." Sorry, sorry, guys. And now we have to actually, you know be kind of mean to people or say, you know, you're not geared enough or you're not skilled enough to do this and it makes me feel bad. Whereas we had that nice excuse before of, of yeah, the, you know, all limited. Yep, I'm with you 100% on that as well because a lot of times you, that's exactly the problem we end up having as well. That's, that's, a, that's also an issue because we, you know, after, especially after BlizzCon, we kind of got an influx of players and, you know, I, I, now I'm in a weird position. Like I can't, I can't tell people they can't raid. I cannot tell people they cannot raid me. I can't do that. I can't. No, but I mean, you, you, you can still set uh, requirements for raiding. You know, if they're completely undergeared, you can certainly tell them. Yeah. You, you can set people on it for, for, for those things. It's just like, kind of, that's the thing though. Like there's no one that's really like quote unquote undergeared, but definitely like, not pushing the edge for progress. Does that make sense? Like, so at certain yes. points, it's like they're not—they're not bad players, and they're not their eye levels not necessarily bad. It's just they're—they're they're just maybe like two thousand DPS, not enough. Yeah. Well, we've not- done this this before, where if we really hit a wall against uh, a particular boss, and we just want to kill it to get some progression, we've actually, you know, we'll bench a couple people just for that that boss and, and, and go with a smaller group, you know, just, just to see if we can, can kill it and make the progress and get the, you know, the, the 12 people or so gear off there to, to, to get better. And then we'll, we'll bring them back in and then try it again, 
with them next week. So we've done that. We've scaled down if we really stuck on a boss, but think we can push it with a smaller group. I think with how scaling has been worked in BlackRock Foundry, they had a little bit of a uh, part of my language with how they were tuning this tier. For example, I'm so vulgar. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Okay. But, um, based on what I've done, because I am obviously cleared BlackRock Foundry on Heroic, um, I feel like the easiest way to kill, for example, Black Hand has been with a uh, 16 group of people, and which is weird because, like, you can't go in with 10 people. It actually makes it harder, Black Hand, that is. And, like, 30 people makes it really difficult as well. So it's like you have to find that balance. And for some reason, I don't think that should be a thing. It should be like you could bring in 13 people and be like, yeah, we can kill this. Or 30 people and just be like, yeah, we can still kill this. Yeah, kind of gimped on the tuning. This they were good with Heimel. Like Heimel, you could bring in thirty people for everything. It's like, yeah, even Imperator was good. Black not on Butcher, like, not on Butcher. You couldn't. I don't okay, know. you know our melee group kind of had an issue yesterday. <laughs> Rest in peace, my little warrior. Okay, she was she was carrying clearly six thirty eight item level. You know. No, but, that was carrying. You you. It was normalized. I beat Swifty. <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> how am I topping DPS charts right now? Like, I, I always top them, but not like, I thought That's with all I, of these people, I was like, I will be like the worst. And I'm like, I oh, I'm bad. I was trying to tell you what talents to pick. And you're just like, meh. The what? Huh. I was trying to tell you what talents to pick. I'm like, why don't you play Stampede? Or oh, I know. And I was like, I don't have f***ing time to even deal with it. I, I didn't even have tomes on me. I was like, God, I like, and I was, I had so many whispers coming in with me at one time. I haven't changed to Stampede yet for 6.1, which I'll, I'm going to do tonight for our raid. Um, but unless I watch Walking Dead. But anyway, so, huh. um, yeah, but I'm, I want to play with Stampede because I haven't played with it for such a long time. I mean, that was, man, I miss Stampede. I like that ability with the uh, glyph where you can have, like, the replica of your main oh, pet out. Yeah, I do too. And I use a rhino as my main. His name is Rhino Gosling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! So little Rhino Gosling goes out there. It's like this good old stampede of Rhino Goslings in the beginning of a pole, and all the melee are just like, I can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's awesome. I'm going to have to do that with a pet. I, I, that yeah. is too funny. I love that. <laughs> I mean, but I've that cliff is great. So maybe I can use him. Carmegas. I'll use him. You need I to make a Bracklemore pet. Dude, Bracklemore is the shit. I mean, tell me he's not. He's the shit. I have my but own. No, that cliff is great. I, was, I like it just because I don't have to worry about turning Growl off on every other pet in my stable when I when I call Stampede. I didn't know. That, oh, that... I hate. It. I don't know if that's a thing anymore because they yeah, they disable. Yeah, they they, 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 they may have. I don't know. They did. Yeah. You have like an army of dead thing going on where everything's taunting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is cool for PvP, I suppose. But yeah. But about the scaling, though, I did have something to say about the scaling. That's actually an unintended bug. A, a lot of people were submitting logs where if they had, like, 13 people, a certain ability did, like, you know, 13,000 damage. Then when they had 14 people, it did, like, 150,000 damage. Like, yeah. grossly disproportionate. It felt um, really wrong. 
yeah, and so a lot of people started submitting those logs to Celestalon and the devs, and I think it was just an oversight on their end. I'm pretty sure that's not supposed to be the case. But I I've think they... oh, I'm been sorry. thinking about that too, though, because like, if I was going to do a 10-man, I'd want to know, like, wait, what if I bring 11 people? Is that going to be just a little bit better? Yeah, but yeah, so that's why I'm oh, hoping... welcome back. Hi. Sorry, guys. But yeah, that's why I'm hoping the scaling becomes a lot more proportioned. I think it's just an accident. I don't think they do that intentionally. It's yeah, just, I'm pretty it's sure just... that was an accident, yeah. You I... know what we need is a good QA person in there. Yeah, if, if yeah you know, somebody... we need a really good person from maybe your show. <laughs> you know, like, I think of you all as very smart WoW players. You know what? I think we need one of you guys to work for Blizzard. It's like it's my job <laughs> yeah, that's, to find that's a great idea. Do they have any openings? Or, or I think they just closed. <laughs> I think they're done, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I think I'm just looking at some of the notes from the they did a raid in Dungeon. Uh, some folks from Blizzard did it in a Q&A. And I thought, well, I guess they didn't say it wasn't an issue, but they certainly mentioned that the, the intention is for it not to get harder. And they, they were saying raid shouldn't get harder as you add more players, such as they did with breakpoints in Siege of Orgrimmar. And with the idea is you should mm-hmm. never have to tell someone they can't come because of the, to the raid because it would make the encounter too hard. But it sounds like what you're saying is they haven't quite achieved that yet with uh, Blackrock Foundry. Uh, yeah, and, and yeah, with like with Blackhand specifically, the archers on the uh, top of the legend phase two is like the the point people were trying to prove. But um, oh gosh, I just lost my train of thought. But yeah, it, that's that's an interesting thing. Like I want, I was really curious to figure out, and am still curious to figure out what all dynamics are involved when you add certain people into the raid. Like health pools, of course, change. Damage, of course, changes. But the really weird one was how many times the spell hit the players. Like, the arrows fired 100 times when they had 13 people, but, like, 330 times when they had 14 people. Like, the, the rate of fire, Who's keeping that, in, that data? It's in Warcraft logs. You can, if you, if you oh, log combat logs. Yeah. Interesting. Um, that's, that's pretty, yeah, it's pretty that's wild, pretty actually. interesting, actually. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely investigating that. But um, I'm so glad that we have people like you doing that for us. <laughs> well, that's that's what I do is write a lot. And so yeah. <laughs> no, I love that though. It makes my life so much easier. Thank you. You are welcome. But yeah. So, and, <laughs> um, so yeah, that the scaling's crazy. I, I was very curious to figure out what all you know what all variables affected everything in the fight, and I didn't get a straight answer. But gosh darn it, I'm going to find out sooner or later. Yeah. yeah. I still think, though, like, 16 players, is, even after the nerf save we're doing, is still, like, the most adequate way of killing it. And it's, like, I don't know. If you're progressing on it still, I would recommend going around 16 to 20 players. Um, I think now groups can go in and kill it with 30 easily. Like, you know, if they've killed it before, it's, like, whatever. You can upscale now, but... So easy, everybody. It's easiest raid I, ever. Just go no, in there and oh fucking God. blast through it. Sleepwalk, you know? Just do Such it. Sleepwalk through it. So easy. I have mythic. Not mythic. mythic. Just do it. Not mythic. Amigo. Oh, no, not mythic. Myth- mythic's f***ed <laughs> up. Just, oh, no, no, no. Back just, up a second. Just I'm not even that close. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like 5'10 mythic right now, so. 5'10 mythic. <laughs> We're not near black hand, unfortunately. Only so. half. What is Such new. a casual. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just messing with you. you I guys. love that you guys do this. Like I love it because I'm like, oh yeah. I'm glad you guys are on it. I wish I had more time right now to play like that much. Oh my god. 
Yeah, Sam, my group is casual too. Three nights, two hours a night. So we were we're inching our way through through the instance. See that just, third night though, we just added the third night, just recent, and like we're trying to keep that like a casual, like smaller group, you know. But again, it's getting hard to keep that small because people want to go. They see they hop online, they see some, they see people are in raid, and they want to go. It's hard. I mean, the the only the only kind of way around it is that it depends on our healers. If we don't have enough healers, then I then I have an I have a I have an out, you know, because I'm like, well, I don't. Oh, that's have... a good excuse. I need to use that. There you go. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> but then if it's like a healer that's not strong, I mean, at least it's a healer. So, um, yeah, like so that that's kind of the only legitimate excuse out that you're not making anything up you know it's like that's a legitimate thing i can't bring an extra player because it scales up and the, we're not gonna be able to heal mm -hmm. that so that's like legit but if it's not then as a guild leader and you know member of, of the warcraft community at large it can't just be like you can't go you know like i've encouraged people to go so i don't know it's there's some there's something like just needs to be tweaked just a little bit in rating um, for guilds to give guilds that extra perk that doesn't pe let people just be like, cool, this is my home guild. That's awesome. But I can go raid a bunch. And then once they get all that gear that would, that they used in the first, like say three weeks of the raid, they'll come in. And this kind of, we had a little bit of this problem back in, in Wrath of the Lich King, a little bit. I, this was a little bit of an issue. Like tanks would gear first, like tanks and healers would gear very first. And then they'd be like out. Um, yeah. so there's that kind of an issue going on with the DPS, um, mostly DPS now what I'm seeing. So we're like a wrath, it was tanks and healers. Now it's DPS, uh, but not hunters because hunters are always cool and always show up. Um, but every other class, those scrubs, they're all like, hey, running with other, other people. They don't want to be out of the guild and nobody wants them to leave. But all of that gear that they got in the first three weeks of running, like we've killed Grill now a few times that they've gotten loot off of him or been running the heroic high mall just for the better gear for foundry and they would use that to go do trash runs when foundry first opened for that like just for you know joining groups or they would do it for you know whatever like so now like they're now that they got the, the gear they're like man i gotta get back to that real life thing and then they're then they're gone Kind of yeah, that's that like... sucks though. I mean, I th don't you think that sometimes that can be the nature of the player though? Because I remember back yeah. when legendaries were a thing, there the classes that could be eligible for the legendary for like in Firelands when you had the Terragosa staff, mages and warlocks were like, oh, who's gonna get it first? Who's gonna get it first? And that yeah. just caused drama. Oh my god, I can't <sighs> even tell you how many guilds have collapsed over legendaries in the past. Yeah, so once no, people I mean... get the gear, they're like, I'm out. What what other incentive do I have? I mean. Granted, well, there's so many more incentives. Player, you know, I think it's it's more about like the excitement of being able to run all of these things, and like you want to consume the content, right? Because just came out. Like if you if, if, if like House of Cards, like just came out, people are like binge watching it mm -hmm. because you know they want to do it so they don't have any spoilers, right? Like it's the same kind of thing. Like the content comes out, you want to get through it, and then you get through it. And then you're like, oh, shit, I've been playing this for, like, 40 hours straight this week or whatever. Like, people binge on it. And then they, they've they got other stuff that they've got to concentrate on in life. I, I, I don't know if it's necessarily, Oh, like, you think they're trying to speed race through it? Not 
that they're trying to speed race, but I think that they get excited. It's not with the intention of like, oh, I want to get this content first. A lot of people did. They just they just enjoy it. They just want it. They just want to do it, and that's great. That's a great thing. That's awesome. But um, it kind of leads to being if you can binge all of the content, I, it makes it so that the having a guild and being in a guild sometimes, I don't know, it doesn't. It doesn't hold all that special factor if you're a mid if you're a mid range guild. If you're a top guild, people are like if they're there for progression, they're there for progression. If it's super chill and cash, and you're like not you barely raid or like you're you're not a raiding guild at all, it's different. If you're a battle pet guild, doesn't matter. RP guild doesn't matter. But if you're a mid level raiding guild like we are, which I think most guilds are, are mid range raiding guilds that have troubles. This is the biggest problem. It's just time and how much time everybody has. And then, you know, the, they used to make time for it back in at least mists. We were able to keep our 10 man super solid all the time. And we, when we had a 25 man, we could get that going. And we just rotated people around. I don't know. There's some, I, there's just something off. I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. I don't know what it is, um, but Something well, that's the, that's the struggle as a raid leader, though, isn't it? I mean, finding the right dynamic that works for everybody. And, I mean, there's so many things that encompass raiding that it's really hard to get that perfect synergy all the time. Yeah. And that's always kind of the struggle that you deal with, yeah. It's mostly when once, like, after the first part of content's come out, what I've noticed. But it's, I don't know, it's interesting. But I do notice all of my hunters show up every week without any problem. Like, we don't, I mean, we never don't, we never have a lack of people to go. But it would be nice to have some of the people who got their gear continue to play. Um, but the hunters always, always show up. And luckily, we're at the top of the DPS chart, so it's cool. Yeah, and that totally you know, makes sense. Is. Yeah, for no, why, other why classes, gear is your reward. But for hunters, you know, just playing is so much fun that it makes sense they would show up. Yeah, because being hunters off with those BM buffs, yo, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, yeah. I'll, switch, I'll switch to my. I'll, I'll switch up tonight and play Stampede if I don't watch. All right, one. I'll, I'll, I'll like, I'll remember that and I'll like message you when you're rating. I'll be like, hey, Michelle, did you remember? I'm gonna switch it out. I'm gonna switch out. Just watch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna name a pet. But Rhino Gosling is so good. Everybody just, I don't know. I was uh, drunk when I made that. No. <laughs> you drink? What? Gross. You what? I don't do that. <laughs> well, it's, it's yeah, Stampede. It's nice to see that it it's back. I mean, do you guys pretty much use that? What encounters are you using that on, or are there any that you're choosing not to use it on? Just curious. With I'm still using crows quite a bit for BRF fights. Just there's so much multi-target that you can get in that you know. 14 second crows and then get it on another target. Um, I really like Stampede for the simple, you know, gruel and stuff like that because it's just so easy and so much fun to mess with You're melee. Still doing crows for some? What? Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's I, a I don't. Think I think if you're playing BM, you're not gonna really want to pick crows. If you're gonna pick anything, you're gonna want to pick blink strikes for the fight set. Strikes, yeah, more inaccessible. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That's that's different. Oh, are you talking about that weird survival spec that everyone? Yeah, what is that survival spec? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. What survival spec are you talking about? Because I don't know. Since six point one came out, I've been completely swamped with this with this charity raid. So I'm. Boring spec in our repertoire. It's I don't know who. Uh, that sucks because I used to raid as uh, survival all the time. Like that was my.
my jam, like back, ah, always. Damn, that sucks. I mean, I've been BM for a while, but. Oh, oh, don't get me wrong. Survival's not bad at at all. They're actually all really close together, but I I just don't care for it because it's so simple. And yeah, but. uh, It's. Stampede for single target, blink strikes for cleave, I think is what everyone's consensus is. For example, I was using Stampede on Flamebender, even on Mythic when there's four dogs out instead of the two. Oh, yeah, so, I would too, though. I think that, I yeah, I would take it, Stampede for that also. Because, like, not all the time, they're not always going to be clumped up anyway. Like, how much Beast right. Cleave, like, effective Beast Cleave up time are you really going to get? Yeah. Right, because our goal is to have them all, like, in melee, but there's still people who uh, just yeah, decide luck. to yeah, run around. Dogs, yeah, so, yeah. which is also why survival can be very competent on that fight, even still. And... I don't want to survival as an off-spec anymore. I'm kind of rolling with Marksman BM. But I think I might draw Marksman and go back survival, because there's not... If I want to play something that dominates single target, I'll just play uh, BM, because my sins for right now are just, like, crazy. And there's only, like, two pure single target fights where Marksman would even be, like, questioned. Really. What fights would you take Marks on? Uh, or Gorger and Girl. Or- or- Gorger, I know, sounds weird. That does sound weird. But um, I think the fun thing about Grohl, or I'm sorry, Orgorger, is you could just like shoot him through the walls. So you could like post up somewhere <laughs> and just have so much uh, sniper training uptime and just shoot him through the walls while he's rolling around. And Bam kind of lacks in that because your pet has to chase him yeah. around the room. Yeah. Even with blink strikes, you know, you lose yeah. that. So you well, just go like lone wolf. Yeah, but on that fight especially, because you know. He's doing his thing, rolling around. But he's rolling people. around though. So you don't. I, I would, I'm actually very surprised you would get a lot of sniper training uptime during phase two, as opposed to survival, where you don't get any penalty for, uh, for moving. But you can still do your full single target. If you're posted up, any penalty. Yeah. If basically what I noticed, if you're posted up in the middle, you can make some very minor baby steps with disengage um, around corners and whatnot to completely. Either avoid him or just find a nice spot where you can post up and just shoot him through like everything. Especially after they buffed the effectiveness of sniper training, so you get a little bit of extra yard range on it. Um, mm-hmm. That's not much, but it's still very helpful in a fight, including that. You've also got a lot of chances for kill shot with the thirty-five percent range on those boxes. Yeah, so you can get a lot of mileage out of that. Cherry picking. And I think the fun thing about kill shot is when you kill the boxes with one kill shot, you can easily get some health back. So you obviously are very helpful to your healers because that's a very uh, damage intense phase, you know? Yeah. But everything else, I'm like rolling BM with. I was 100% BM this week. It was awesome. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) I've been more or less the same. I've been pretty much rolling with uh, BM for, for just about uh, everything that we're doing, and I, I enjoy it. Now, does everybody have their their tier gear yet, or are they st- are you still guys still working on getting? Dude, I'm like pieces? mythicked out, yo. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I got like gold watches now. I'm so mythic. You're so mythic. You get gold. I'm so watches. mythic. I'm so mythic. I've got a gold watch. <laughs> All right. None of that makes sense. I have four piece myself. I think Solar does. Oh no, I don't. Get out of here. What? So I, I, I just got two piece last night. I just but that's got two still piece last really night. Really good. And one of the pieces is normal. Like, ugh. oh yeah, yeah. I'm two piece, but it's both normal. Uh, so gross. 
I know. I couldn't even I tell you the last time. Your like your character. I hope you're transmogged because I can't <laughs> you know, at all, at all. Okay, for real. I'm just. <laughs> I love it. I wish. I wish. I wish I had that that gear. But no, I've got. I think I. I think I'm sitting at like six fifty nine. I'm. I'm all right. I'm. I'm doing okay. For I think I still have a craftable ring and. Um, nowhere near my legendary ring quest line um <laughs> i i am a, a completionist so i am stuck in spires of eric for questing so i cannot go any further because my boyfriend and i that's what we do like we we quest together or we enjoy the story together but we hit 100 inspires and then we started raiding almost immediately so um i i haven't gone into nagrand yet don't spoil it for me. <laughs> uh, Snape kills Dumbledore. Oh, I was about to say that. <laughs> Sorry. The same yeah, jokes. Then, yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, there's uh, orcs. I don't know if you uh, are aware of that. There are orcs in the Grand. I think the funniest thing... Orcs are a lie. I think orcs the best thing pink. about the... Uh, the, the podcast or the interview with the Ian the other day is they had to make it clear there will be no troll dungeons in this expansion. What? What, what? interview was that? He said there was no, if you see on the front page of MMO Champion, they have a nice little recap of everything that happened in the uh, interview. Yeah, I thought and that like, was pretty funny. Yeah, I'm like, one of the things they had to highlight was don't worry, guys, in Draenor, there's no such thing as trolls or There's dungeons trolls, involving yeah. trolls. Well, what's going to happen is the <laughs> horde trolls that are actually already here from Azeroth are going to disband from the horde, make their own garrison, and in patch 6.2, we're going to have a troll garrison dungeon. That's what's going to happen. Awesome. A troll garrison dungeon. You heard dungeon. it here first. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I'm a little. So wait, is this Hasakostas made a statement that there will be no troll dungeons? Like, made that a whole thing? Yeah. Here, hold on. Yeah, it's underneath Googling. miscellaneous. Yeah, it's underneath miscellaneous on um, MMO Champion, and I'm just gonna copy paste it. Where are you copy pasting? Like, oh, there you go. Yeah, I, I remember reading that too. This, yeah, no, no troll dungeon in there. Yeah, I no problem with that. Well, you guys don't like reskin the old content <laughs> and. <laughs> Amon. But why make a point of saying that? I know, like, I, yeah. I guess that was just... Well, it's kind of cute, right? I mean, like, you can always expect a troll dungeon, and I guess this, this time it wouldn't even make sense to put one in. I don't know. But. Yeah, Too many people begging for another like, 4.1? Blizz, Blizz does funny stuff like this sometimes. Like, you wonder why they you wonder why they say that. Like, why say that? Like, mm-hmm. why, even, why even acknowledge it if there's not something else, you know? I'm privy to zero knowledge on that kind of stuff, so it's not like I'm, you know, I have no idea. So I'm, I, I find that to be really interesting. Hmm. I wonder what they have. You'll have to find out for us. Troll Garrison Dungeon. Call it now. <laughs> hey, you guys, we're canceling Titan. Dungeon. It was oh, going to be a good game, but now we're canceling it. We got to make some troll dungeons. MMO coming out from Blizzard, World of Trolls. That was the one thing at BlizzCon everybody was asking about. That people like would tweet in and like asking about Titan. It was so funny. I was just like, "Aren't you guys way more excited about Overwatch? Like, should you guys be more stoked about that?" Um, so we just kind of we just ignored it. But I thought it was funny. 
I'm pretty excited about Overwatch. They got a uh, pretty cool Asian hunter rolling in there. Yeah, I am mega pumped about Overwatch. Like, I cannot wait to play that game. Before it's I so did good. MMOs, I played first-person shooters. And so this is like a Blizzard first-person shooter is right up my alley. Like, I am... I can't wait. I, I didn't play the BlizzCon, though, I, which I what? regret. Uh, I, when I walked over there, the line was out the It moved a lot quicker center. than you would think. <laughs> yeah, it moves super quick. Oh, I think... okay. I was very scared, though. I've never seen a line that big, like, ever. It wrapped, I know, right? Cause, so I was set right next to the computers, right? And I only knew, like, I saw concept art like a couple days at a time. I did not have information. I, I knew what was going on, of course, but I didn't know everything. So I was, my desk was situated right next to all of the computers and they were all blacked out and there was no signage, nothing. So that when everyone came in the convention doors, they were, people were running like top speed into the main area. Yeah. People they stopped and they looked and they're looking at the computers and they're taking pictures in front of it and they're wondering stuff. It was kind of funny to watch them, you know, try to hypothesize what was happening. <laughs> but, but yeah, and then the, the whole, once it opened, the line wrapped two times around my, my desk area and their entire computer area, of which there were 600 NVIDIA computers there, NVIDIA chipped computers. So it was insane. In, totally insane, but it was fun. I had a little fast pass, so I got I, I got in to play. Nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun there. Did you, you were at uh Michelle? You were at PAX this I, year. Yes. Did, uh, they had uh, Overwatch there too. Um, I didn't see Overwatch, but I was only there for thirty six hours, so okay. <laughs> it was a oh, very, no. very quick trip. Um, but I did not. I didn't see that they had Overwatch. I believe. They announced they're doing something with Overwatch um, at PAX East, too, so which is next weekend. Are you going to that? I am, actually. Um, with PAX South and PAX East, um, there'll be more of an announcement at PAX East about it, um, where more information will be will be told. But I'm doing a, a, a live show with, with Polaris, with Maker, um, where I am... Um, the judge. I'm, I am the moderator for a nerd debate show called Let Me Explain. We did one at PAX South, and now we're going to be doing them live at, at, at PAX East. Uh, there'll be three days of them. And there'll cool. be a bigger announcement from, from Polaris and Maker while, you know, um, about that while, while you're at PAX East. So look out for it. Because it's cool. Are cool. any of you guys going to PAX East? I wish. Yeah, isn't that near East Coast? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It sounds and... cold. That's on my <laughs> side. Yeah, it's super up north, though. Yeah. I don't think I've ever gone to the East Coast, and I don't know if I ever have a desire to go to the East Coast. I don't know all about the West Coast. It's all snowy up here and stuff, and it's like March, you know, I'm pretty sick of it. Where are you yeah, at? Today's like a miserable day. I'm in day. Maryland. Okay. Yes, and I'm in Phoenix, and I'll be going to Irvine, and I think that's all I'll ever need. So you can come I up like to West Hollywood and hang out with me. You're in, oh, you, so you are in LA? Okay, yeah. Yes, cool. of course. Right on. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Yes. No. We should have a. I wonder if the California Hunter Meetup could be a thing. Do you think there's a lot of? Yeah, absolutely. I'd fly out for that. Maybe we should do that. That'd be fun. I'll yeah, be I'll down to the Lizard Campus eventually. <laughs> 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 Fly down when to you, Chicago. When you start your job, 
uh, in 30 days. Ugh. March 30th. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. Well, next time I'm there, I will come say hello when you're there. Sounds good. Yeah. Let me, let me know. We could we'll, we'll gather, plan our hunter. Yes. Blow up. all the hunting horns. The, the noise that. How about BlizzCon? Yeah. Hmm? But BlizzCon for one of those, ladies and gents. BlizzCon's far away, though. That's not I think that's what's going to have to be. Well, it'll be here before we know it, no? Have they announced it yet? Do tickets on sale in, like, April, have right? It. Yeah, hopefully, oh, or sooner. Sale, like, April, May, yeah. It has not been announced yet. No. Not yet. But traditionally, this is, like, the exciting BlizzCon. This is usually where they would announce whatever the next nice expansion is going to yeah. be for uh, for World of Warcraft. So this, so this would be a good one. They're all good, but, you know, it's always... Extra exciting, I just like I I'm like I'm like what's what's pretty amazing is that I, I'm I'm thinking about it and, and this last last year was the biggest best BlizzCon yet right like for sure mm-hmm. without a doubt oh absolutely yeah. Yeah. without a doubt like there was a Hearthstone championship going on the very first big the first World Championship for Hearthstone there was the first uh, Heroes of the Storm tournament there the brawl they had the brawlers. What was it called? Like the brawl or something? They had that going on with uh, the Nerdist and Rocket Jump and um, like Jesse Cox and those guys, um, and like I think Husky. So they had that. They had StarCraft going on. Like major esports were happening there, which was crazy. Like you walk into each area, and each area felt so completely different. Um, that little Hearthstone stage was dope. They had yeah, that. Like cool. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't it so cool? I was like, I just want to sit in there and play matches all day. It felt like you were in the Hearthstone game. Yeah, it was really great. It was so great. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So there was there was that. There was so there was all the esports going on and the Warcraft threes that were going on. Um, plus they had live right. Then they were like, oh yeah, here's the World of Warcraft movie stuff. Then you've got the Warcraft movie, and then they're like, oh by the way, we've got this new game called Overwatch. And hey, guess what? Warlords of Draenor drops in seven days. I mean, the whole thing was just like, boom, 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 information consistently. Like, and everyone was stoked. So now they're gonna have this year. If you think about it, they'll be like, you know, Overwatch will be way more further along than where it's you know where it sits now. Um, We'll have much more on the Warcraft movie, I'm sure, because it'll Ooh. be dropping in March. That'll be March um, that it's dropping, 2016. That's yep. right. So Whoa. there should be trailers of some kind, I would think, floating around. The, huge. They, yeah. yeah. That's probably what they're going to probably release the trailer for it, if you think. If they don't, maybe not. I don't know. If they make the BlizzCon. It'd be smart to do it. There. Is it? Is it a little late, though? Some movies don't really put like full-on trailers out more than right. like. Four months right. before a movie drops. Well, sometimes so, they'll do like a teaser trailer. Teaser Some will do it, yeah, uh, like over a year in advance. I mean, you know, like we already have like the the Star Wars teaser trailer floating around. I mean, that well, was done oh pretty well God, in advance. Even with Star Wars, they did it at Comic Con. They had that little thing at Comic Con that you could see that only certain right. people saw. There was like where they showed the Alliance Shield, and there was like that. And then at BlizzCon, there was the entire room where you could view the trailer, which was holy shit. I heard about that. I'm so jealous about that. That sounded like it was very cool. I wish they had, well, obviously released that to the to the general public to see. But uh, congrats to you, did get to see that. <laughs> oh my god, it. it was so cool. It was so cool, though. Oh my god. So I mean, like for me, I've been you know you know me, I've been following the movie for a really long time. So like 
ah, just seeing, just see this griffin like sweeps down out of the air and you're like, what? And he like comes out and there's, there's storm wind. And I was, I'm, and I hate storm wind. And I was like, <laughs> and in my heart, I was like, I want to hang out in storm wind. Like it looks cool. I mean, it, it was, it didn't look cheesy, you know, like they're sitting in like the throne room and you're like, uh, I don't know about, you know, like I was, you know, you're concerned. You're like, I don't know, but damn, it looked good. It looks so good. I'm pretty excited. So there'll be that. I mean, I could imagine that they'll put a, a trailer out. I, I could, I hope they do, but think about they it. Delay it for BlizzCon. I really hope they do. Just be like, make that like a big thing. I mean, they've been getting better and better with that movie panel every year. And that would just be the icing on the cake. You know, it's the BlizzCon before the movie, right? So you got to make it like, boom. This movie panel was insane. I mean, I, I only, I, I saw some of it and I watched it later, but oh my God, it was so cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think we're all. Ex- I, I'm very excited to see that, you know, especially with the way they make these movies nowadays. It just seems like it's if the story is there, then the rest kind of kind of follows, and it's hard to do a bad job on them. I could be wrong, but it just seems like we're in this period where people are just cranking out good superhero and fantasy genre movies, and they're, they're all seem to be really entertaining and good. So <laughs> my fingers are crossed that the Warcraft movie will be right up there with with what the other the studios Rings. are producing. Yeah, I mean, Lord of the Rings, the Marvel movies, like all that stuff. Lord of the Rings is what I want. be awesome. But yeah, so I think like, and then, you know, Legacy of the Void will be dropping, um, you know, as well, like that's coming out. So there's there's just so much. And I mean, and who knows on the Warcraft front, when I interviewed Tom Chilton um, at the desk at BlizzCon, he said at the desk, you know, we're already working and figuring out what the next expansion is going to be. He said that at the desk and you, and you see me and I'm like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> I just like, and of course, he can't say anything else, but I, I got like all excited. I was like, oh, hey, what's that all about? OK. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they are they openly talk about that, openly said that right at the desk. So who knows if they'll have something to announce or not. But this expansion, though, overall, I've been really happy with. Outside of some of like the little raid snags, even though they're not that bad, I think it can be fixed. But outside of that, I've been really happy with it. I kind of feel like, I don't know, as a hunter, I, I'm really glad it, it seems from the few things that I have read on 6.1, um, it seems that all the specs seems, seem mostly like they're performing at the same level. Mm-hmm. Um, is is the is the data that I'm reading about it? And please correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, but it's kind of nice to see because I feel like I always feel bad when one of the specs like are shitty. You know, I'm always like, oh, that's too bad. Like if you if you really love marks, you should be able to play marks. If you really love BM, you should play that. If you love survival, you should play that. Like it's we are only a DPS class. So which way do you want a DPS? Why does one have to be worse than that when the than the other? You know. It's more which about is, play yeah, style. which is very true, and it's well, it's always funny too. It's like when or when, when something happens like where BM is really strong, and then like survival is a little weaker. People are always like, "Oh, I wish I could play survival." And then survival comes back, and everyone's complaining that they can't play BM. So it's 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 right because I mean, you really want all three specs to be uh, very close to each other, or at least sometimes specs have certain niches that they fit really well. Like BM's like super good with AOE, so like as long as they have something they excel with, or at least they're all equally, you know, on equal footing. It, it works out really well because then people get to play what they want, which is something we haven't seen 
um, in a long time, actually, in a really, really long time. Like, so far this tier, just this tier alone, all three specs have been viable at one point or another, like, top. Yeah. So, which is, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that they cycle through so many times, you know, which which has been on top and which hasn't been, but it's you know, nice to see. Compared to how MOP went, this is honestly, in my opinion, and this may be biased, but for rating, this has been the best expansion for Hunters by spec differences yet, because you can literally pick any kind of spec you want to play, and it will be viable. If you want to play Marksman, play Marksman. Maybe it's not the best for AoE, but at least there's two specs that can be good for AoE, and it's like, we haven't had that in a while. Siege, it was dominated by Survival or BM, mostly BM, and Marksman was just like, people would look at you funny if you played Marksman at all. You know? Oh, yeah. I definitely judged people for playing Marksman. <laughs> I was like, where's your pet? Get your pet out. You're a hunter, damn it. Get your pet. You don't like... Oh, my gosh. You oh, you don't like Lone Wolf? Hit it off. Yeah, what's, what's wrong with, like, the ranger archetype? With, you know, like, the woodsman, the... The, the Legolas? Yeah, I like that. Look, I like Legolas. There's nothing wrong with him. Um, but the the core of playing... Warcraft as a hunter was always having your pet, and that's yes. kind of something that really made all of us really love hunters. Is because we have a connection with the pets that we that we train as well. It's not just a you know just a class like that. For some reason, it seems to me, and it always has been this way, especially ever since I met you guys. Hunters seem to be the most united class in the community. Oh yeah. Um, far more than any other class. And I really believe that a lot of it has to do with the fact that we have an attachment to the to the pixel pets that we have. Um, so there's something important about having a pet, like a companion in the game. So it's bizarre to me to not, I could, I, I never even tried it. I was like, no, because I, I raid with the first pet I ever tamed for the most part. Um, cause I, I, I tamed him. So he looked like my, you know, like my kitty, like he looked just like, like Asriel. So I, I tamed him for that and I named him Meow because it, that was his like in-game name. So for me, it was, I, I just, every now and then I'll, I'll raid with a different pet if I have to, like if I need it for, um, whatever the f*** it's called, bloodlust, but for pets, what is it? There's a... Core yeah, hounds, so bat. There's two or of another them. ray or whatever they are. Yeah, another yeah, ray. Another ray. No, it's, it's, uh, my, like it's my core hounds, but what's the name? Ancestral what's the name? Hysteria? Ancestral Hysteria, yes. Ancient. So, ancient. Ancient. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> ancestral. Uh, what? It was like a domino failure. Huh. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, I'll, I'll use it if I have to do that, but I don't know. I just liked having a pet. Um, but it was interesting. I did see a few people in my guild were doing the no pet hunter move, and I was kind of like, it bummed me out. <laughs> I was like, why are you doing that? But okay, it's how you want to play it. It's all good with me. It's fine. I don't really care, but I don't know. It's about having a pet. You know what I mean. Dark Brew agrees. Oh, I totally agree. That's why I like the fact that I'm able to you know, run more now with, with Beast Mastery and Black Rock Foundry, and I'm actually taking time to go, you know, choose the pet I want to run with, you know, for, for each raid. The, the one thing I will say uh, <clears throat> that I don't like about, I like most about just about everything about the garrisons, except the fact that unless you have a stable, as far as I know, you don't get a stable master in your garrison. And it just drives me insane because I don't have the, the stables right now. I have to Wait, really, go. I thought everybody got that. Got what the stables? Yeah. There's like four or five places you can put your pets. 
I mean, well, if you have a stables, the barn also has a guy. If you have the stables building, see, I have a level three barn, and I do not see a stable master. There is a stable master, but all he can do is uh, revive, revive your battle pets. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I didn't realize. Yes. I never tried. How do, you, how do you feel about the barn? How do I? F- I'm si- I'm sick of trapping things, but yes. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, made, I made a lot of money with it, though. I don't see. I don't know, like the whole the money part, because I know you get a lot from the Savage Bloods. But I was feeling all bummed out when I had to trap one of the pet, one of the thing, like a. I don't know, whatever. Like, I felt sad about it. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, isn't that the just... worst when you have to, like, go out and kill, like, beasts for quests and stuff like well, that? I don't, You're like, I really I don't, know. don't it like this. I'm going to try Vera. It doesn't phase me as much because I'm like, oh, that's a beast that's an asshole. So, like, you know, we'll we'll battle. <laughs> but, we'll pick and choose our battles. <laughs> right. But, like, if it's just, like, you know, a little, like, neutral guy walking around and then I have to set a huge trap for him, this big trap on the ground, and then he has to – sometimes they just walked right through it. I'm like, why did you walk right through that trap and not get caught? Now I have to deal with it again, and it was taking me forever. <laughs> what was that all about? So I got rid of it. I was like, this is – Wait, yeah, I think they're yeah, the rough while leveling. Better now, and in fact, I like doing it with uh, a pet. You know, sort of keep it aggro on him, and he, he'll keep the, the the beast in one place, and then you can just run up and and drop your trap underneath him, and it's much easier now. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would think the barn would come with a regular stable master, but but it doesn't. And if you have the stables, you get like fifty of them. They're they're everywhere in your garrison. It's just like <laughs> it's like I just want one. You can put it in the little corner of the garrison. I don't care. I just like to be able to swap out my pets while I'm while I'm in my garrison, which is where I'm spending most of my time now. I know the garrison's kind of just become your own little city, isn't it? I like it. Yes. Although whatever like you do, garrison. don't leave. I would like to say <laughs> that the horde garrison needs the horde garrison needs some love because the alliance garrison's way prettier. And I'm no way. The horde one's so good. You get to hang out around a bonfire with thrall. It's so awesome. Yeah, the last one is like all like I got. I mean, you need a, what do you need a fountain in your garrison for? You need exactly. I don't care about fountain. I'm thirsty. You know, you gotta I have to... somewhere to relax. Yeah, yeah. like this. This Wait, like, what fountain what? is so pretty? What? What? How is this? Like the grass is always greener. Like because you guys are alliance, right? I'm alliance, and I love yeah, I, the. I alliance think the majority garrison. of us are alliance. Yes. So <laughs> the solar sword. And I have as many horde hunters as I have. Yeah, I've been horde for longer. Actually, I think I've been a 50-50. In, in my seven years of playing WoW, I think I've spent half as horde, half as alliance. I'm so weird when it comes to factions. I don't know. Hunters are above petty factions. Come this on. This is true. And now you with the jukebox the, you can uh, get? I love the yeah, jukebox. I was just supposed to bring that up. Oh, I already yeah. got that portable one. I was like doing everything I could to get like 20 sheets of music. I was doing the old rates and everything, and... The portable audio phone is pretty neat toy. Um, just sits there and plays music for everyone. So have you collected a lot of the music now, Bendek? I mean, how, have you been running around doing that? I'm getting ready to do that. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I've, I collected the 20 and I got a few more. The only problem is once you collect the 20, the achievement disappears. So you don't know which ones you're missing. So oh. you kind of have to like go to Wowhead and like search them all. But I, I really like the change in the music. My only problem is... It doesn't change the music inside your town hall. So now I just I just use one of my bodyguard that has like the mission tables. So I, I don't even go inside the town hall anymore. Oh, that's funny. It's like that with a lot of buildings too. I noticed that I, I walked into my barn today and the music stopped playing. And then I walked outside the barn and it reset and started up again. I was like, huh, that doesn't seem right to me. 
can't wait to start all these quests this coming week because I've just been so busy with this thing that this charity raid that now I'm like, oh, now I'm just going to go and chill. And before I leave for PAX, just kind of get a bunch of stuff done and get uh, the, I just got my selfie cam, which I was really proud of having yesterday. That thing is cool. Jealous. I like that. <laughs> there have been way too many selfies on Twitter. I didn't yes. know it was going to take I don't think there's been enough. It, there has been more selfies on Twitter than a girl's Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a girl's Instagram page. Jeez. But it's the only really guys' Instagrams thing. I follow that do the same thing. Uh, I like, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. about guys' Instagram for a second. All guys will take a picture of like their desk or something. I'm like, cool, bro. <laughs> Glad to see this. station <laughs> selfie. Right. So at least put yourself in the photos. I'm like, all right, cool. You in the desk. I like that. <laughs> Sweet. I have to say, yeah. I'd rather see wow selfies on Twitter than more talk about the dress. So I'm okay. I with am it. so sick of the talk of the dress. It's hey, like, what color is the dress, guys? It's lavender and copper. Oh my god, <laughs> what? It's lavender and copper. So everybody knows. That's, That's about right. Yeah. It's lavender and copper. That's the color. That's it. I, I okay, mean, here, here's the thing. The designer came out and said what the color was, so why is there still a debate? I don't even know where it came from, honestly. I don't I know just started, either. I just started trolling everybody on it yesterday. Because, everybody <laughs> was like, the entire raid for about like two minutes went into oh, yeah. a war about the dress thing. It was hilarious. Uh, the best part was because Ryan brought it up. The little boy, he's the one who brought it up. He said something like something about it being gold and white. And then everyone was like, ah, he's, <laughs> he's like laughing hysterically. And I'm like, what? This is, oh, this is like, this dress that? thing that I don't like. I saw it like peripherally. And I'm like, I have no time for whatever this is happening right now. <laughs> and, and now and then I started catching back up on it last night. And I looked and I'm like, first of all, why does this exist? Is just a like where where the f did this come from, and why is it this big of a deal? Was my first questions because I'm like, this is just a dress like hanging in the hanging out in the wild somewhere. Like first of all, it's like it's like hanging out in a wheat field. Like why is the why why any of this? Why did it get posted in the first place? And why did it? Who cares? It's so dumb. But it's definitely purple and copper. I think the sad thing is when people make, uh, they like interrupt the news for this important broadcast. The color of the dress is. Wait, did they interrupt the news for it? That would be CNN. Amazing. CNN had an entire thing about it. Like, why? Why? <laughs> there are more important things like hunters. Yeah, like see, why are the, we talking the, about hunters? Uh, yeah, why are we talking? See, news? look at it. We got caught up in its dark magic. Is what I know. This is exactly. Horrible. We got sucked. Sorry, in. guys. Of that dress in the game for the selfie cams, and that's like what you can do is you can photobomb people when you do the photobomb, and then it just puts them in that dress. Oh no! They need to make a uh, yeah, a black and blue dress and a white and gold one. Yeah, and just like just, come just on, make, Blizzard, wake up! That just be like, there's just a dress, and like you'll be like, and that's what like the photobomb, like one of the abilities that can happen. I'm so glad that that was implemented, by the way, because when I saw selfie cam, I started tweeting out, I'm like. A photo bomb. We need a photo bomb. Please, God, let there be a photo bomb. Like, I know I was too. I was like, "Hello, photo bomb, please." 
And then luckily, I don't know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I just, I found out yesterday during the raid that there actually is one. So I was so there stoked. There is? I haven't gotten that one yet. Does it also come from a follower mission, I think? I don't know. Artemis, do you know? Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? The the bomb, the photobomb. Like, what is it? Do you know what abilities it has? It just, like, throws um a thing on the ground that just pops up smoke and, like, little firework animations. It's not really... You know, you can see when people are taking selfies, you just, like, throw it down. Someone's taking a selfie, I want to throw a bomb and blow them up. Or, (laughs) I want to, like, you know, just for a second, you know, so that their their picture is just, like, or, like, some overlay happens where it's just, like, you in the background, like, you know, like, they're trying to do it, but your character suddenly is in the background, like, making faces. That would be hilarious. That's what it needs. Or, or a completely different background happens. Like, someone's like, oh, I'm going to take this awesome shot in front of something. And you're like, boom. And now they're like, you know, with in your in the garrison troll dungeon. Well, the, the toy itself. Yes, the garrison troll dungeon. I'll like- see what we can do about that. Yeah. The toy itself comes from Blinktron. Yeah, see, this should be something an engineer makes. <laughs> Or, Everyone or, is an engineer, right? That's like the, the, the best. Oh, yeah. Okay. Your response to like the selfie cam. It's kind of like the I don't know, kind of like the toy train and the toy wrecker, the the wrecker set, you know. Because right. when they played that train in raids, oh my god. Oh, so speaking of that, guess what achievement I just got yesterday. Does it involve uh, trains? It does involve trains. It's the one where you have to g- get the train on Operator Thogar to run over the other train wrecker. <laughs> so you put down a train, and then, uh, yeah. So and engineer the ironic demise of an exulting wind-up train wrecker in Blackrock Foundry. So you have to get the, the, the giant train on Operator Thogar to run over the other train, and then that triggers the achievement. It's pretty cool. Did that scare you when you first got it? Because somebody yeah, raided cause... it randomly. We didn't know he was doing it, and suddenly... Exactly. There's an explosion, and we yeah. just all get this achievement. <laughs> We're just like we. I think we wiped the first time because everybody was just so confused. <laughs> I think one of you guys should take me to your raid. You should bring all right, transfer back. alliance. Oh, that's right, your <laughs> alliance. God, well, I would bring you so quick. We're clearing heroic Blackrock Foundry. We might be able to arrange something. Yeah, bring me. Bring me. I hate the word carry more than anything, but carry me. We I, we will hoist you on our broad shoulders. It won't I be love a that. That's, that's, be a I, I like that so much more. That sounds way better. I'm not being carried. I'm being <laughs> hoisted. <lifted. laughs> hoisted into the sky. You're a hunter. You'll me. carry us. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, hunters do the carrying just by playing. There's no... We're always ahead of the pack. Head of the pack. No pun intended. <laughs> so, yeah, speaking of aspects, ugh, I had the one that keeps the days on on accident. I was like, why am I, why am I days? And it's the one where Cheetah is just turned off for a second and then it comes huh. back on again. And I was like, what the heck is happening? Is there a glyph that removed days? I think, yeah, I don't know what it was because I forget because it was so weird because I don't mess with aspects anyway. But yeah, I kept, it's like, it doesn't turn itself off. Yeah, the effect is just canceled. I was like, oh, what the heck is happening? Yeah, it was very strange. Very strange. That's weird. Oh, and did they fix the trap launcher, by the way? They I did. Oh, my it, gosh. It yes. Doesn't, oh, it seems because... to be staying on now. Oh, my yeah. God. Are you, Are you sure? Anytime you change the talent out, 
God. Yeah, so now oh, it only it happens it. it only happens when you switch specs, I think, is when it turns itself off. Let hmm. me I, I, yeah, I've been swapping talents like mad, and and I it's it's been staying on, and, yeah. and when I die, it stays on, and it just it just feels like it used to be in Mists of Pandaria. It's a wonder, a glorious thing. <laughs> yeah, because we shouldn't be. I mean, you shouldn't have to like lose something or worry about it. Like, because I think as a hunter, being such a major utility character for DPS, like if if we need to change. If we needed to switch a spec, a switch a talent out really quick, and sometimes you don't remember to put that trap launcher back on, because I, I mean, I don't have it on my bars. I had to put it on my bars because of this issue, so that I wouldn't forget to do it. But I don't know. I just wanted to be able to to play whatever spec I want to play, change out talents at will, um, because it should be all about how you want to play it as a character that can only do DPS on whatever fight it is, whatever is is best for that fight. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Well, I think that happy note, guys, we are 90 minutes in. So that was a big show. Yeah. So I think we should wrap up. And if you guys want to stick around and do a, a post show, that's fine. I have to, I have to scoot along, but, uh, anyone who wants to stay afterwards is cool. But, uh, but thank you as always, Michelle, uh, we love having you on here. We have to have you on here again soon for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is this is uh, this is my old place. I love I love the hunting party podcast. It does. So. It feels like home again. <laughs> I know. Like, hey guys, and it's so nice to just see so many so many of you guys taking taking charge and and keeping it going. It makes me really happy that that people are keeping it keeping this going because it's a really special thing. Yeah. I hate cool. to be a uh, uh, sad and all, but when Solar's last potential podcast gonna be? Yeah, next show would be the fourth, the fifteenth. Fifteenth, um, yeah. yeah, the Ides of March. Yeah, I think that might be my last one because after that I'm going to be moving and working. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. We yeah, don't yeah. Let's we'll, we'll address it. I think when it gets a little bit closer. But, Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so where do we stand on these show notes right now? We are. I think we're going to hit the outro. We did have I one question okay. from, from Michelle. Someone was asking if we'd see more of you on, on, on Twitch.tv. That came from who asked that question? Uh, it was Gratz137 said, Will we see more of Michelle more on Twitch now? Yes, I, I have know. a weekly show with Nerdist. Um, every, well, the, the day is subject to change uh, after, after PAX, but right now it's Wednesdays from uh, noon to two. I run the Nerdist Guild on um, Thorium Brotherhood, which is a PvE RP server, so it's just very low stress, and it's kind of welcome to all levels of players. Uh, we've got a lot of people just from all different walks of life that are just kind of there as part of the Nerdist community. It's a lot of fun. Um, so anybody's welcome to join. Um, so I do that once a week and I might be doing, um, I don't know, they keep trying to, the Twitch guys and everybody keep trying to get me to do my own, own channel, but uh, I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going to be announced at PAX East. So you guys pay attention to that and, um, we'll see if I have time to do my own Twitch channel. But for now you can follow, you can follow my Twitch channel at violence one love. Um, it's just violence spelled out one spelled out love spell out the whole name um you can follow the channel there so that if if i mean don't subscribe because i'm not doing anything right now just follow it <laughs> you know like to see when i end up starting to do things on it 
Otherwise, you can follow me on like Twitter um, at Michelle Morrow. Um, Michelle's with one L because my mom, and also Instagram. So you can find me on there, and I've got my Facebook fan page as well, which is just Michelle Morrow Official. So yeah, check it out. All right, meow, meow. kitty. That's Cody <laughs> telling me it's time. That's Cody. Yeah, he's saying, yeah. "Hey, wait, 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 he's saying, feed me." One he's last saying, question. He's saying, "Hunter pets are super important. All of you." Yes, he is. Michelle, how do we get you as a follower? Oh yeah, <laughs> my oh my shell, my shell Morrow song. Um, yeah, I'm a follower in a garrison, which is the coolest thing. I just got myself the other day, and I was like, oh, this is really surreal. Um, I'm a blood elf, which is super cool. I'm a survival hunter, and uh, I, I got myself by picking ogre slayer. Um, but some people have have chosen uh, Danger Zones, Deadly Minions, Time to Battle, uh, and what other one? Massive Strike. Those are the ones that are have been people have been populating. And apparently, I'm an an epic mount, which is very funny to my boyfriend. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh, I... Well, <laughs> and what's the picture of your icon again? It's a. It looks like sperm flying through the sky. God bless. It's a, it's it's a jellyfish. Newest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll tame jellyfish next patch with the troll in the garrison expansion. Is going to introduce. That's right. The uh, underwater expansion. Hunter pets. Think, oh gosh, please. No. I think on the uh, the WoW wiki site or WoWhead, one of them. I think it's populated that there's a there's a bunch of data being collected somewhere of all the different attributes people have gotten on my on my follower on my garrison follower. So you can check that out. Cool. Well, on that note, you have been listening to episode 212 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I am darkbrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I am Artemis Hall from Warcraft's Hunters Union and Artemis Hall on Twitter. I'm Solar Flare from Cloak... Yeah, from... Dang it. From... <laughs> from... And Quiver, the J.J. Abrams movies and at the underscore Solar Flare on Twitter. I'm Delirium from This Beer and at Delirium Hunts <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beasts and Blizzard Watch and Bendak Wow on Twitter. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or at our RSS feed to your reader. Links are available in the show notes. If you have a question or a topic you would like to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com. Or send us a tweet and a follow at Hunting Party Pod. And today you heard Michelle Morrow. You can follow her on Twitter at Michelle Morrow or watch her stream WoW Live on twitch.tv slash Nerdist. All right, stay thirsty, my friends. Remember to drink your dark brew lager. Did everybody so just drop? <laughs> Hello? The mic yeah. drop. Hi. Yeah, there was a mic drop in there. You're just like, drink your dark brew lager. Come <laughs> <laughs> <Bum> out. <laughs> Delirium. We'll just move on. <laughs> Always see the thrill okay. of the wild. <laughs> Keep your eyes on the beast. Don't forget to pay your dues. Oh, wait. For the horror. I, I had a line in there. Oh, no. You did. We just <laughs> moved did. on. Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. It's not that a show without a mess up. Order what we're waiting for. <laughs> Pay your dues. Uh. Pay your dues. All right. <laughs>
I promise it's not intentional, guys. I just don't have a good show oh, note. Oh, it's awesome. We don't screw an outro. It's not a good show. It's a, it's a sign of a great show. The, the worse we do the outro, the worse there will be. <laughs> did Allie even get her for the horde in there? I don't know if we, she, she made me. I did, that. but people I were talking it. over me. It's it fine. You did. I heard. For the horde. Yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot about the no swearing rule. Well, you'll just have to explain that to our 10 year old listeners now. It was so funny. Every time Swifty got that bubble, I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God, again. I know. I'm like, like, let's just deep up. And we're like, ah. I'm like, we are wiping with like the biggest personalities here. And it was amazing. I was like, it oh was God. Oh, my God. 